The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Welcome to the very first edition of The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Dr. Claudia Machella. Good morning, Dr. Claudia. Hello, Tina. Thanks so much for having me. I am so looking forward to this show, but you know what? I know a little bit about you. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about you and your work? Okay, so if if you don't already know, I'm a chiropractor. I absolutely adore what I do. I've been practicing for um, 18 years now. It was July. July 28th was 18 years, and I have enjoyed every single second of it. Um, But my practice has evolved over the last, like, 10, 15 years where we treat a variety of different conditions. My practice is mostly women. I help to teach women to be healthy, be happy, be balanced so that they can live a very full life. What other expertise um, or specialties are in your practice? So I we have two locations. So my husband, Dr. Dominic Galliardi, and I work together. We own our businesses together. So we have two locations and both locations have chiropractic, physiotherapy, massage therapy, naturopathy. We also have an acupuncturist on board. Um, So we are what we call multidisciplinary, comprehensive. We actually just took on a team of uh, chiropodists. So foot care needs can be addressed, you know, people with plantar fasciitis, all these really um, detailed conditions that we can help with now. Now, you wanted to call this show The Wellness Prescription. Tell us where the name came from. I'm a firm believer that wellness is a way of life, right? So it's not just about eating well. It's not just about exercising. It's about an attitude, right? So you need to do all of the above, eat well, live well, but you also need to create balance. You need to be happy. I find that in my own practice, one of the missing links is people who are truly happy. And it's a blunt statement, but that's the reality. So eating well, living well. It, it should include essentially just being fundamentally happy. And finding that balance, is that truly achievable? I, I think it is. And I struggle every day. I mean, I don't lie about it. Uh, my life is extremely busy like everyone else's. Uh, two working parents, two very busy children who are like preteens. They need a lot of attention, actually more so than when they were babies. Um, but if you create the balance and you stick to that schedule, I think it's achievable. The one thing that I'm very big on is communication. I communicate, probably over-communicate our daily schedule, our weekly schedule, our monthly calendar. It's all about communicating effectively. And it's about being involved in your kids' lives and in everyone's life, yep. right? Yep. And I, taking we, ownership for that. Absolutely. We have a rule. It's a called a circle. And only people who are allowed in that circle are myself, Dominic, our two children, Sebastian and Abigail, our dog, of course. And if everybody's in that circle, then everything else we feel falls into place. You also talked a little bit before we were on the air about these four principles yep. that you've introduced into your household. Can you share that with our audience? Yep. So we have this new thing where every day we focus on being uh, passionate, being joyful, being loving, and being um, happy. And why those four principles? Because I feel like those are the things that are going to really ground humanity, right? If we're passionate about what we do, if we're joyful, and if we have love. Oh, and the last one was actually gratitude. I feel like gratitude is what's really missing. Just being grateful for a lovely day, a healthy day, whatever it is, those are the four most important principles. Looking forward to working together, Doc. I'm so excited myself. I think we can uh, give everybody really, really good advice on being healthy and balanced. When we come back, how a former elite athlete is now treating sports injuries. This is the Wellness Prescription. 
subscription on 105.9 The Region. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 105.9 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and this is The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Dr. Claudia Makella. Thank you, Tina. Joining us in the studio today is my personal and professional partner, Dr. Dominic Galliardi. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the show, Dominic. Thanks for having us. So let's get started, because this has got to be an interesting (laughs) dynamic here, working together, living together. What's it like? Well, according to me, it's a lot of fun. (laughs) Uh, He might have a different opinion, but it's been uh, a real fun journey trying to create a lifestyle that we both agree on and we both love and in doing so running our businesses as well. Okay, so let's take a step back and before we get into the business part of it, Dominic, tell us a little bit about you, your work and how you came to find this passion. Uh, It's been, uh, it was a while ago in that I played uh, competitive soccer here in uh, Toronto for uh, many years as a youth and uh, I found that uh, usually chiropractic and physiotherapy uh, was uh, the profession that usually uh, helped me out the most and then from there on found an interest in it and uh, and the rest is history. So you went to school after your soccer career kind of came to an end. You went to school and then did you start with the practice right away? Uh, Well, I worked uh, a couple of years uh, for another facility where, you know, just uh, get my feet wet and just uh, understand uh, both uh, the the business component and um, and, and the profession as a whole. And uh, and then uh, two years later... We decided uh, to yeah, we embark on the journey together, yeah. right? So we decided that we would have a practice and we would run it together. And um, I think the whole purpose was that we knew that we could create uh, an environment and we could be role models for other couples. And the great thing is we've been very much able to do that. And we've had a lot of fun. It's not been always easy, but it's been an amazing journey and yeah Yeah, and how do you not bring the home uh, sorry the work home with you oh we do you see the kids always rolling their eyes here they go talking about business again it's very difficult to sort of uh break that apart and sort of dissect that and have family life and business that you're always the two sort of intermingle with each other but in in saying that and in doing that we do explain to our kids that our life does include our business, right? So sometimes, you know, you have to talk about business. Sometimes we talk about them. Sometimes, like, it's, it's just creating that balance. And because we do take our work very seriously, like, people look up to us, expect things from us. So we need to always be on our game in that regard. So do you do the same work? Yep. yep. Uh, both the same uh, same type of work, uh, maybe slightly uh, slightly little different. Uh, I, I tend to treat a lot more athletes. Right. Um, uh, that's I found to be more of my passion, uh, where uh, Claudia treats a, a variety of uh, different uh, other uh, conditions, uh, along with some athletes as well. So. Yeah, I, I I tend to my practice tends to be I've attracted more females. Um, just because, you know, it's my forte, it's what I love, it's about empowering women. And um, yeah, and because Dominic's passion has always been sports, I mean, you can find him in any diamond or any soccer field, <laughs> even to this day. <laughs> um, so he just, it was just gravitation where everybody kind of gravitated to him for the sports. And women tend to come to me for 
like the women's health issues and stuff like that. So And so let's talk about sports injuries a little bit. What are those typical sports injuries that we see, you know, especially in the young athletes yes. these days? Yeah, we, we see that our practice has uh, grown over the years at, uh, at a very young age. So we, we ten, tend to treat uh, athletes from the age of five uh, all the way up to uh, mid-20s, uh, uh, even early 30s uh, in terms of those uh, guys who think that they're 20 and playing in uh, just, uh, you know. <laughs> I know uh, a couple uh, of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's myself sometimes as well. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, uh, But we, we treat uh, post-op surgery, uh, uh, pre-op, uh, a lot of shoulder, knee issues, hip issues, uh, both from hockey injuries, soccer injuries, uh, tennis players, long-distance runners. So we get into a variety of different athletes that play uh, numerous different sports. Don't forget to mention baseball. Uh, baseball, most definitely. <laughs> Our son is a baseball yeah. player, and, and now Dominic is also a baseball player. Yeah, tried to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we're often dealing with his injuries as well. Yeah. So, And we're talking about physiotherapy as well as chiropractic work? Correct. So it's a combination of both. It's unique in that we uh, bring in uh, a lot of our treatments have, uh, it's multifaceted where we do massage, chiro, physio, all in combined in, in, in one. It's not your just chiropractic, and it's not just your physiotherapy. It's it's the uh, conglomerate of different uh, techniques uh, to help the the injured uh, to get back uh, on uh, on the diamond or on the soccer. And pitch. I have to admit, Dr. Claudia, that you know, as a parent, I have a couple of athletes at home as well, and it took me a long time to accept the fact that chiropractic care for my teen athletes was a good idea. I resisted it for a long time. And I think that's a pretty common misconception. Why do you think that is? I think because, you know, chiropractic hasn't always had an amazing reputation. Uh, You know, the last, I would say the last 20 years has really kind of come to the forefront because of knowledge, education. We have more, you know, access to internet. And Proof is in the pudding. So we have a lot of parents who come to us or who used to come to us with a bit of apprehension. And then when they see the results in their child and they see that the child is playing their sport, excelling, they've realized the value in being getting their child on some sort of a program, right? And you know what? We're Both of us, regardless of who we're treating and how we're treating it, we are very attentive to the client and to the patient. So we, we're parents ourselves. So we really explain to our patients about the importance and the benefits. And we treat our own children. So... There's the value there and there's the confidence in knowing that they've made the right decision for their child. Yeah, and chiropractic is just not manipulation. It's, it's beyond that. And I think that. that's Very what we good think. Point. Yes, yeah. good and point. So you know, we, I think, wow, they're going to be twisted and, tur- and oh, I, I, I'm yeah. uncomfortable with that. <laughs> yeah. And right. you hear those horror stories yeah. about long-term effects of yeah. chiropractic care. And I think that's what sticks in our brains as parents. And that's what makes us reluctant, at least for me it was mm-hmm. initially. And then I think we found the right kind of care, and it really did enhance the performance of both of our athletes in our home. Yeah, sure. There's many athletes who just want the manipulation component, but you know, we, our philosophy is is sometimes manipulation is not needed, uh, and so education, uh, stretching, uh, all of the preventative measures, uh, modalities, modalities as well, as well. Yeah. yeah, and so all of those uh, are 
more important sometimes than the manipulation itself, right? And what about those older athletes that you talked about that maybe are, you know, think they're still 20? Typically need the stretching. We seem to find that many people, both young and old, do not stretch prior or after. They, you know, they just get on the pitch and let's start playing. And that's where you're going to have major injuries in terms of a rupture of the Achilles tendon, uh, which then requires surgery. So stretching, I think, is the take-home message here. And we put everybody on a program, right? So it's about what we call maintenance care. So it's about getting them on a program where they're doing something for their body once a month. So whether it's a chiropractic session, whether it's a physiotherapy, whether it's massage therapy, we also have naturopaths on our team because sometimes it's like a supplementation lacking. Um, so we put them on a really great program. And for the most part, we've realized that, you know, m- People will follow the protocol because they see the results. And everybody wants to feel good. We all want to have a happy, healthy, productive life. And if you're not doing these things, you really are not allowing your full optimal ability to come forward. And what's your best advice then to an athlete who maybe wants to rush back into that sport? I feel better. I want to get back at it. What is your advice to them? Yeah, usually I tell a lot of the high-end athletes, you know, there's a lot of pressure these days with these athletes returning, whether they're going to get drafted or not. And I sort of educate the parents that it's not worth a major injury uh, and therefore cannot play again. Uh, so take your time, uh, make sure preventative measures are taken, uh, make sure that uh, you go back into the sport slowly uh, and, uh, and then go from there. Dr. Claudio, I'm going to give you the last word. Is your partner in crime going to be back? (laughs) Oh, he will. He better be back. (laughs) I won't have it any other way. When we come back, a local TV personality tells us about her life as a new mom. This is The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. More with Dr. Claudia and The Wellness Prescription when we come back. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and this is The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Dr. Claudia. Hi, everyone. Next on the show, you know her from Breakfast Television, Stella Aquisto, and she's also a new mom. So welcome to the show, Stella. Well, thanks for having me. Nice I'm very to excited. see you again, my friend. Yes. So uh, full disclosure. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Tina Cortez was actually my old boss at City, <laughs> and she's the one who hired me. I have, like, the most fondest memories of Tina. She's amazing. It's mutual. It's yes. mutual. You are a great reporter. Thank and, you. And uh, fantastic on the air. And congratulations on the new baby. <laughs> Thank you so much. She's, she's not that amazing. new, though, right? No, seven months. Okay, So she well, just turned seven on. months. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, Every month I'll, put, I'll post pictures of her on social media. Uh, she was a llama. A few days ago. Yeah, I put her in costumes. Everybody she's, thinks I'm crazy, but uh, she's she, adorable. She's so cute. And full disclosure, I also know Claudia because Claudia is my chiropractor yep. um, and she's treated my daughter. I know. I felt yeah. so blessed and so lucky to be able to treat little Layla. She's adorable. And I love the fact that she got thighs now. <laughs> yeah, Squeeze. she has rolls. <laughs> Everybody loves thighs. And uh, yeah, I've been so blessed to be able to treat her and try and help her along as she grows into a lovely young lady. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. So yeah. Stella, tell us, what has been the biggest adjustment to being a new mom as opposed to working full time? Okay, so I think the biggest adjustment would probably be the fact that... Um, I, th- I think that we live in a society where everybody wants to be perfect. Mm. You know, like we're on social media and we get to put filters on ourselves. I'm at fault for that too, because there's days where I get out of bed and I don't feel so good and I just slap on a filter and you know what, <laughs> you know, I feel much better. 
But I think we live in a society where we want to be perfect and we also want to be the perfect mom. And I yeah. think you realize really quickly being a mother that you can't be perfect. And the minute that you start to, you know, think, okay, you know what, I'm not going to strive for this. I'm going to just try to be myself. That's when you start to actually like, you know, feel good about the role. And good for you for yeah. recognizing that so early. So I've got older teens. Dr. Claudia has kids, yep. sort of preteen, pre-teen yep. you know, and you've got a new baby. So yeah. we come from different perspectives. But I have to admit that it took me a long time to realize that I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to have it all together all the time. Yeah. Like, you know what? I think the baby's kind of learning about you, but you're also learning about her. So you're trying to, I think that being perfect is the wrong thing because you need to try to adapt to each other. I know that sounds funny because it's just a baby, but you're you're learning about each other. And I think that every day is going to be just a different journey, a different struggle. And 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 if you just, exactly, if you just accept that and say, wow, like today is going to be awesome. I'm going to, she's going to learn something about me. I'm going to learn something about her. And just remember that being, a mom is enough you know the fact that she is your daughter and you're her mother it's enough do you love her unconditionally and that's what she's going to feel and she's going to carry that with her forever I think also another thing is is because like I'm working uh, I try to work here and there like by doing like emceeing events Mm -hmm. and stuff but I am on maternity leave and we work in an industry where you know you feel like you could easily be forgotten so there's also that a bit of that struggle too where you're trying to keep up with your career but at the same time you're trying to be a great mom so I think those were some of the struggles at first but I'm starting to really get Mm -hmm. used to it and adapt to it. And I think we should embrace it. I think that as managers, that's what we need to be doing is encouraging uh, employees to have families and have lives outside of the industry because it actually makes them happier and better employees. That's the reality. more productive. So it's a Mm -hmm. win-win. And it's part of life. I mean, creating that balance. So when you have a career and you have a family... Everybody's striving for the same thing. It just balance, homeostasis. So you go to work, you come home, you raise your kids. That's just what makes the world go round. And when we learn to accept that and just be confident in that role, your kids are going to sense it and they're going to grow up to be very well-adjusted children. Well, I got to tell you the truth. My time management <laughs> skills are, have increased exponentially. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're much better now. Yeah. Um, really? You know, because funny. you were a reporter. You I, work on deadline <laughs> yeah, all the time. I know, but I think that... Now I'm like, there's a different sort of deadline. Now I'm trying to struggle to like figure out schedules and all this different stuff. And I think it's just going to get harder from there. So, um, yeah, I think that I've improved a lot in my time (laughs) management skills. And I think reporting is a lot of like sitting and waiting and then all of a sudden it's go, go, go. But this is different. This is like continuous throughout the day. You don't really get that. Yeah, it's one. It's the toughest job, right? Yeah. And it never ends. We don't go ever (laughs) off the clock. Are you kidding? This week alone, first week back at school because my kids are a bit younger and just dealing with all the letters that came home and you know picking which lunches I'm going to order and like already like track and field and it's like oh my goodness it's like juggling that schedule right so juggling the schedule was often the hardest part for me Mm -hmm. because drop off pick up what do I do after school program what about these extracurricular activities what about the daycare Stella what are you going to do yeah so (laughs) right now I'm looking at daycares which I probably should have done 
way be- <laughs> like when I found out I was pregnant because I'm noticing that a lot of daycares are full already. Um, but I will put her in daycare and my mother-in-law and my mom, a combination of both of them, will either pick them up her up before or after daycare because Daniel is self-employed. He, that's my husband. Uh, he's self-employed. He works long hours and so do I. So we need somebody. We yeah. need that support. Actually, we just moved back to Vaughn because we're closer to our family. We lived in the city, but that was one of the reasons, right? We need to be closer to family because we need the support and also because we want Layla to grow up around her family, right? Absolutely. You and there tribe. shouldn't be any kind yeah. of judgment, right? Mm-hmm. You have to do and make those decisions, live in 416 or 905 or 705 yeah. and do what, what whatever works for you and your family, no matter what that family is all about. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, we have a rule in our house. We have a circle. And the only things in the circle are Dominic, myself, our two kids, of course, our dog, and everything else has to be accessory to that. So whatever we do is good for us. And then I, I find that everything else falls into place. When you live by that rule and that mantra, you know, stay in your circle and everything else will accommodate. So our schedules, our lives, our business, and then everything else kind of falls into place. And what about those folks then, Dr. Claudia, who say, well, that's kind of selfish. It's all about you. I and- get that a lot. I do. I get that a lot. And um, But you know what? I just learned that it works like it really works for us. So and we I just think go we have it. to take off the connotation that selfish is negative yeah. because yeah. Right. it's not. It does not have to be a negative thing. Right. Yeah. Like yesterday I went out, I left Layla with my mother-in-law. Like I'm not afraid to leave her with my mother-in-law or my mom. I actually want her mm-hmm. to be around them so she's not so attached to me but it's just nice for me sometimes I need that mental break right yeah. so uh, yesterday I went out with a few friends we went to do some tiff things then after we went to do some fashion week stuff so we spent and also Daniel and I had a date night last weekend so we just asked like it was random we just asked our parents do you mind watching her and it was great like I think that you really I think we often forget about our significant other when we have kids. Right. So me and Daniel are trying really, really hard to actually kind of make that time, like say, okay, we have to have a date night mm-hmm. and we're trying to make it in our schedule, part of the schedule because we're kind of scared that we may forget about each and other along the way. that's a really good way. point, Stella. Honestly, yeah. if I can give you one piece of advice from like mother to mother, make time for each other because think, you know, even if you have a really strong bond, you need to keep that bond going, yeah. right? Because your daughter will appreciate you guys much more when she sees that you're always on the same page and you love each other yeah. and you respect each other and you make time for each other. It's so important. It, and yeah. Dr. Claudia, can I ask you, in your practice, the sentence that Stella has expressed, are they pretty typical for those of a new mom? Absolutely. All new moms have the same anxiety. And although a lot of women come to me because they have pain, either postpartum or some previous injury, the conversation will always go towards the anxieties that a new mom faces. We're all in the same situation as a new mom, a, you know, a yeah. middle-aged mom or a mom of teenagers. We all have the same anxiety. And I, I give the same message to everybody. We need to be a unified front. We need to support each other. And like I said previously, being a mom is a enough. Yeah, nobody wrote the book on parenting, right? No. So, I mean, <laughs> we're all going through the exact same thing. So, being having that fear of being judged 
doesn't benefit anyone, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Stella, for being here. If our listeners want to connect with you mm-hmm. on social media, how do they do that? Oh, they could find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, but I'm usually primarily on Instagram, and that's at S A C Q U I S T O. So at S Aquisto. Awesome. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Great to see you again. And Dr. Claudia, just before we wrap up the show, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? Same thing. I love being on Instagram. So the easiest way to reach me is at Claudia underscore Machiella uh, on Instagram. Everyone's on the IG. Okay, got it. (laughs) That's our show for this week. If you missed any part of the wellness prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. I'm Tina Cortez. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region.